Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the great folks at Zen Sports. Whether you're wagering the NFL, college football, the MLB, NHL, or Major League Baseball, Zen Sports is where to go. Promo code ATOZTN gets unlimited 5% cash back on your first 15 days of wagering. The law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands, Amanda J. and her team have your constitutional rights covered. And, of course, TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com. Your first workout is free. As a Middle Tennessee resident, tell you more about what they offer later on. TrueMath Fitness is where you go. So, Will Levis today, four touchdown passes. He becomes only the third player to throw four touchdown passes in his first career start. Fran Tarkenton and, ironically enough, Marcus Mariota are the only other two names on that list. Three of those touchdowns go to DeAndre Hopkins, a 33-yard strike at the end of the game to Nick Westbrook-Akina to go ahead and seal the thing, and the vibes were through the roof. But like every Titans game, it was not without adversity. And as I wrote at a to zsports.com just a few hours ago, this what this adversity happened early, and we'll talk about the Malik Willis situation later. But with an extended opportunity, not a full game, most of the game, but an extended opportunity for Will Levis as a sample size, I think you can pretty confidently say that at least for 2023, they need to go ahead and ride this thing out with the rookie. So the question that I'm going to ask you is this, your Two Rivers Ford take on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. It's real easy. What was your reaction to Will Levis's debut? We'll talk about it together. You can go ahead and give your answer as you like, wherever you are streaming with us. Of course, your Two Rivers Ford take is made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Benji Hall says Levis looked good, but so did the offensive line. The offensive line is going to be a question, right? Because uh, as we get ready on a short week, obviously I'll be flying out to Pittsburgh on Wednesday. We'll do the show and the radio show. And uh, well, I guess there'll be no primetime on. Uh, the, so primetime from Pittsburgh on Wednesday and radio from Pittsburgh on Thursday. So we'll have all of that for you. Uh, but a short week, right? Thursday night football. And Chris Hubbard has a concussion starting right tackle. First game that he's missed or first game that he will miss. We'll see. Whether he gets cleared or not, it would be surprising, of course. But concussion, so that puts Dillard right back in the lineup at your left tackle spot, and NPF has to slide over the right because Dillard cannot play the right tackle position. So now, you know, that'll be tested down the line, and the Steelers certainly have a better pass rush than did the Atlanta Falcons today because Grady Jarrett got hurt in this game. Either way, the vibes at Nissan Stadium were immaculate, and it's because the young quarterback gave them a spark. Adam Weber says, Will Levis is the man. Um, uh, Dre Wilson says, thanks for that info. You're welcome. Zero Gravity says, we might be back in the playoff hunt. Listen, this it's you're entitled to feel however you want to feel. You're still three and four. You're under 500, and you've got three straight road games, right? So just because it looked great for the rookie today, and it looked great the entire time, but for the most part, Will Levis had a really, really strong debut. Um it is fair to expect that at least there would be something to build upon. But, you know, that's not been an easy thing to accomplish this year for this team. So we'll talk about it together. Your Two Rivers Ford take is presented by Two Rivers Ford, quality American-made Ford vehicles 
award-winning customer service. Speaking of award-winning customer service, I was at Two Rivers Ford yesterday. I got my uh, Explorer serviced, got the works done, got my tires rotated, got my oil changed, got my uh, windshield wiper fluid all checked out, all the great things that I know that I can expect from Two Rivers Ford. I'm a customer of Two Rivers. DeAndre Hopkins, not only is he, not only is he scoring three touchdowns for your football team today, but he is also a Two Rivers Ford customer as well. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So what was your reaction to the Levis debut? Um, I don't think a single one of you could have called it unless you were joking around with your buddies. Bert brought this up. He was at a wedding over the weekend. He said that one of his friends said to him just casually, what if Will Levis had five passing touchdowns today? And you know, damn near, he did it. Will Levis operated this offense in a way that made it almost feel completely different. Derrick Henry did get over 100 rushing yards, but that's because they were able to, with a lead, grind out the game with Derrick and utilize him on first and second first and second downs to be efficient with Derrick Henry today because they had a downfield passing game. They had passing touchdowns. They capped, They were only in the red zone once, but they scored on their only red zone attempt. And remember that they were tied at the almost the very bottom of the NFL tied for 30 with the New York Giants coming into today's game with a 33% chance of success thus far in the red zone. Today, they only had one inside of 20. It was the 17-yarder, 16-yarder, 17-yarder to Hopkins. That was their one-of-one red zone trip today in the second quarter. But the rest of their touchdown passes were for 61, 47, and 33. They were hitting chunk plays down the field. And Will Levis able to get the ball downfield very, very easily. Could have had another deep play. Could have had two really deep, nice deep plays to Traylon Burks, who, um, you know, whether it was an easy catch to make with the one that was drifting off to the sideline uh, that he wasn't able to get his feet inbounds, wasn't able to come down with it. And then it looked from our vantage point, at least at the press box, I haven't seen it on the TV copy yet, the, uh, the play that early in the game that Traylon Burks and Levis were not able to connect on. I thought that 27 got his arm in there. Teron Davenport and John Glennon didn't think that was the case, so uh, they felt it was more a Burks drop because it hit him. I mean, it hit him square in the hands. Um, but that I'll have to go back and review after we wrap up primetime tonight before we meet with Mike Vrabel. Uh, Alex Blaine's man says, uh, Burks looked like a bust. I, I don't know how that's the takeaway today. I mean, listen. You need him to contribute. You got more out of Chig. You got more out of Phillips. You certainly got your money's worth for DeAndre Hopkins. Three touchdown performance and the rookie quarterback looking nice. So, uh, you know, what I what I saw today is enough for me to think that this is Will Levis's job moving forward, that whenever Ryan Tannehill returns to health, and by the way, Ryan Tannehill was there today. He was there to support his team and his teammates. Uh, no crutches for Ryan Tannehill today. Remember, no surgery on that high ankle sprain. But, uh, and I didn't even see a brace on him uh, on the right ankle. And he was moving around, you know, at least walking around uh, well under his own power. So we'll see what the timeline for Tannehill looks like. But I think that they should let Levis play this string out. I thought that they should have let Levis play uninterrupted today. But we'll talk about the Malik Willis situation. Because I, th I thought the coaching staff did Malik Willis really, really wrong here. And it sounds like a lot of you echoed those sentiments if you were in the stadium. And that was not necessarily received. Uh, the way uh, in the way that I think many of you intended it to. But we can talk about that later on. That was my reaction to the Levis situation. And listening to Will Levis talk about it, you know, you could tell that he was, uh, you could tell that he was nervous. He told us that he was nervous in the week leading up. But once he got into things, he, uh, he certainly felt like it was at least more at ease for him.
You'll hear from Will Levis here in just a second, right after I remind you about uh, the great people that make the primetime show possible. That, of course, is the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands, Amanda J. and her team are there to serve you. They have practiced in Tennessee family and criminal courts in 35 counties in the state of Tennessee. They will go above and beyond to make sure you have your constitutional rights protected. Go to amandajgentry.com for more information today. So this was Will Levis on his first NFL start, getting a 28-23 win for the Tennessee Titans slash Houston Oilers. Uh, like I've been saying, just this, it's the game I love, and there's nothing better than winning a football game. And uh, Chris Bray was saying, you know, we made it a little harder than we needed to, but we got the win, that's all that matters, and got to get ready for this short week against Pittsburgh. What was, your, what was your nerve level coming in, Will? And, and uh, you know, any any anxiety? And, and if so, did it go away? I was up and down all the last couple of weeks. I think there were certain days where I was kind of, you know, feeling the butterflies a little bit. But really just, you know, confidence and just keeping that neutral, uh, just, you know, headspace on everything. And I didn't really have any of those feelings today. So had, had, had been a while since you played. How did how, you manage to maybe get into kind of such yeah, a good rhythm? I was telling Travis in our locker room, I was like, I think you're the last person to hit me. <laughs> since we brought you over from Chicago. But, um, yeah, I mean, just playing quarterback, obviously season through season, you're going that long amount of time without getting hit. But, I mean, it, it's football. I'm used to it, obviously, playing as long as I have. And uh, it's good to be able to play the full game. How big was DeAndre Hopkins? How, how big was that for you? And, and what was going on there? It was good. I mean, we just I just trusted what I saw. And uh, we, we, we knew that we might have some opportunities to go over the top on them. And we weren't necessarily going to force it. But... Just wanted to uh, make sure I was right, making the right decision, and he was obviously doing a good job of getting open. How much did you? So that's Will Levis speaking with the media early today, uh, earlier this afternoon, after leading his team to a win. Again, the stat line for Levis looked great. I, I thought he could have had an even better performance had Chigakonkwo dropped a or, or made a wide open catch in the middle of the field. Uh, he of course dropped it. If Burks makes one of the two passes, makes one of the two catches that it thought that you thought might be in his in in the ballpark for him to do so, uh, Levis could have been damn near a 300-yard passer today. 19 of 29, 238 yards. He was sacked twice for losses of 12 yards, but of course the four touchdowns and a quarterback rating of 130.5. Will Levis was great in his debut. DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Really uh, stepped up, obviously, as well. Four catches on six targets, 128 yards, and three of the four touchdowns. Now, a lot of you guys, I tweeted this video of Mike Vrabel, uh, his initial reaction to the win and to Levis's performance. And a lot of you guys kind of got hot about the way that Vrabel talked about it. Like, it wasn't being complimentary enough, or at least that's what I saw a lot of in my Twitter mentions. Perhaps you'll feel differently. Um, but I want to play this video of you, uh, for you, of the head coach and what he had to say. No, not a bad debut. Uh, got some great efforts from, um, you know, from receivers. You know, I, I thought Hop really got us off and going, and, and we had talked about that being the key of making sure that, you know, we're able to beat press coverage and winning on the outside, and, you know, they let them play. And you know, we have to understand that, and I think that kind of got us going. Uh, had some other shots down the field. <clears throat> You know, so not only did, did Will get some good help, I thought that the uh, you know, the opportunities to move the ball downfield were there, and we, and we hit them. How'd you like how you did from maybe a poised decision-making standpoint? Oh, good. You know, I mean, even you know, unfortunately, we we made a call there on third and four at the end of the game, and 
Uh, we try to catch them being a little bit more aggressive than what they were uh, and just told them, hey, we have to, uh, if it's not there, you know, we just have to get down. We try to try to bootleg there and what uh, wasn't, wasn't there. And so he didn't throw the ball away. I thought the one decision probably could have been better uh, with, with the, the throwing it away to Chig. Uh, but then the other one, throwing it away to Derek, I thought was, was, was good and, and saved us some yardage. So that's Mike Vrabel. Uh, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was completely routine the way that he talked about it. It wasn't overwhelmingly like glowing in praise, but I'm sure, you know, you guys saw Mike, I'm sure on the television broadcast or if you were in the stadium, he was plenty excited for Will Levis throughout the course of the game. And it just, you know, it, it wasn't like, uh, he was losing his mind in the press conference with us. I just, I just didn't, I didn't think it was that deep. Trippin' Titan says, Buck, will you put mayonnaise in your coffee uh, on air tomorrow? No, why would I do that? Why would I do that? That's stupid. No, of course I'm not going to do that. That's disgusting. Um, the fact that, and we'll get to you who are out here celebrating with le- uh, with uh, mayonnaise in your beverages, whether they're whether it's beer, whether it's coffee, whether it was like Tito's and soda, you guys... Uh, for what? Like, I no, there's nothing, there's nothing that you're going to do that would get me to drink coffee with mayonnaise in it. I'm already gonna have to wear the damn mayonnaise, uh, mayonnaise bottle suit as my Halloween costume on the radio show on Tuesday, which is gonna be uh, deeply unfortunate. Perhaps we'll even do prime time in the suit. And when I go answer trick-or-treaters that come here to the house, uh, I'll wear the mayonnaise suit. But we haven't made it that far just yet. So, no, I'm not drinking. Uh, mayonnaise with coffee in it. No, absolutely not. Uh, I think that uh, <laughs> obviously mayo in your coffee makes you a dog. Well, listen, I don't think I'm for, I'm throwing four touchdown passes in an NFL game if I put mayonnaise in my coffee, but if it helps Will Levis, good luck and God bless. Um, I think that uh, of all the things that I like today about what I saw from Will Levis is it showcased a lot of the abilities that we know he has, right? Like the ball just flies off his hand. And I think the difference between the Levis that I saw today, and obviously, you know, it's been some time since we've seen him. He only took 30 snaps in that preseason game. I think it was only 19 dropbacks in the preseason game against the Bears. And you heard him make the joke about Travis Gibson, the former Bears defensive end who was in Chicago when the Titans opened their preseason slate with the Bears. Uh, Levis joking there that Travis Gibson was probably the last person to hit him. So there's not been a huge sample size. And the players have been complimentary about how Levis has looked in practice all week long, but, you know, respectfully, they say a lot of the same stuff about Malik, and there's an obvious difference between what Malik Willis can do in an NFL game and what Will Levis was able to do in his first NFL game. Doesn't mean that Levis is going to throw for four touchdowns and almost 300 yards in every game that he plays in, nor does it mean necessarily that he's the lock future of the Tennessee Titans. He had a great game on a day where they desperately needed it, and I think that starting there, that is the starting point, is where you can kind of start to move forward. Now he has an incredible, another incredibly difficult test. Today was tough. Today was not an easy thing for anybody, an easy situation for anybody to be dropped into, and I thought he handled it in stride. Thursday night in Pittsburgh, a short week, a short turnaround, then two more road games with Tampa Bay and Jacksonville, your next divisional opponent, where you've only played one to this point in the season. All these AFC South games are coming late. So if you're thinking playoffs now uh, after seeing Levis's performance, that's fine. You're entitled to do so, but understand that you dropped the one that you had on the road against a Colts team that, you know, may or may not be that good. Um, 
this next three-game stretch for Will Levis is going to be as important as anything that we talk about for his for the future viability of his of his career here. Uh, A to Z Sports Prime Time is presented by Zen Sports. Download the Zen Sports app. Plug in the promo code A T O Z T N, and they will give you unlimited five percent cash back for your first fifteen days of wager. You could, wagering. You could have bet on the mayonnaise man. You could have bet the Titans plus one twenty five. You could have bet them plus two and a half in the Zen Sports app. Today, if you were wagering there, you were making money and you were getting that unlimited 5% cash back with promo code ATOZTN. Terms and conditions do apply. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. Must be 21 or up in Tennessee to bet. Um, I think that there's a lot of this stuff that is going to be fascinating to watch moving forward. Can Traylon Burks get more involved? How will the offensive line look on Thursday night if Chris Hubbard can't go? Is this going to help Derrick Henry become more viable here because the threat of a downfield passing game just gives Derrick a fraction, just some room to work, right? And I thought the offensive line had good push today, to their credit. A lot of these things worked in their favor, and they did well to execute them, um, which has not been the case all year long. But now... You know, we see how this moves forward. The thing that we know that we cannot see moving forward is Malik Willis taking snaps from Will Levis. And let me let me be clear on this, because, you know, a lot of you guys have have been super supportive, hyper supportive of Malik Willis for the bad opportunity that he was dropped into for, you know, the circumstances that he was dropped into. And I understand that. I'm respectful of that. I'm respectful of the the work that Malik Willis put in and all of the the efforts that he has given to this point in his career. I also acknowledge that just because he's not going to be a starting quarterback here in all likelihood does not mean that he can't do so in the future. But there is no reason to do any more what they did today, which is try and rotate quarterbacks. I don't know how many snaps Malik Willis would have got had they not fumbled and lost the fumble on the first snap that he went into. Four for four with Malik Willis in those situations with fumbles at that point. They had tried it four times to that point. They had fumbled on all four all four times. He came in later, later in this game in the second quarter, and we'll talk about the booing situation here in just a second. But there is no reason, no reason at all, to take snaps from Will Levis. If you're serious about getting a good look from him, I would feel this way if they decided that Malik was the starting quarterback, by the way. I would not want them to take, if they decided that Malik Willis was the guy that they wanted to play through this with, then I would not want them splitting reps with Levis and Willis. I would want them to make a decision for the sake of the quarterbacks, for the sake of the offense, because you saw how much harder you're trying to make it on yourself if you do it the way that they tried to do it today. It's crazy to me. Corey D. Jackson says the booing was embarrassing, period. You know, we can talk about this because I don't I don't think, well, let me let me ask your perspective, okay, before before I go on a tangent on this. Cause I I I understand why you're looking at the booing that way, but I also think, okay, we it, they're gonna be okay. Fair or foul. Titans fans booing, and I want to be specific about this. It's not booing Malik Willis, Titans fans booing the Malik Willis situation. Because that's what, to hear many of you tell it, I'm not going to speak for you guys, 
but you weren't booing Malik Willis, at least the vast majority of you, maybe some of you were, but you were booing the fact that they were putting him out there again after having as disastrous a result as humanly possible. To my understanding, okay, booing the situation, not the player. Corey D. Jackson saying the booing was embarrassing, period. That's just not so. Like, if you've watched an Eagles game at all this year, and they're on primetime an awful lot, if a drive goes wrong with a team that just went to the Super Bowl and has a record-setting wide receiver and an MVP candidate quarterback in the NFC and all the different things that the Philadelphia Eagles have, they get booed. The Jets get booed every time they do something in a game. That, That the Titans are under some scrutiny for the first time in a while and the fans are tired of this bullshit that they continue to pull in moments where they just they don't need to do things like this to make life harder on themselves, then yes, I think booing the situation is completely fine. If if the players take it personally, okay, I we 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 had an exchange with with a lot of them today because Levis brought it up unprompted where there was no discussion, there was no question, nobody asked about Malik Willis and, and booing Malik Willis or anything to that effect. Kaharski asked Levis today, um, you know, the offenses need a spark. How good was it to be the spark for the offense today? And Levis immediately deferred to said, you know, I'm one of 11 out there, yada, 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 and then took it in a completely different direction. Levis first saying, you know, the Malik Willis thing, and I, I want to make sure, let me read the entire quote because I don't want to misquote him here. Um, cause I feel like, you know, anytime, anytime anybody criticizes fans, it's just, it's a losing proposition, whether you're right or you're wrong, but this was the Will Levis quote specifically about Malik. Yeah. I'm just, uh, no, I'm sorry. It was about the spark on offense. And then he turned it into a question about Malik. So here's the response. Yeah. I'm just one of 11. There's a lot of guys that did their jobs today that won their game. I mean, seven being one of them. So he's talking about the number seven, seven being one of them. Malik, really, that left a sour taste in all of our mouths when we were hearing those boos when he was coming on the field. We got to know that he's going to be a part of us, a big part of us going forward to win games. So let's just come correct next time as fans and treat him correctly. So that's the direct quote from Levis. Brought it up. None of us asked about the booing situation. I don't think anybody would have asked about the booing situation. We didn't talk to Vrabel about it. Levis just brought it up. And then every player that came to the podium afterwards with us, Hopkins and Henry, also said that they did not like that. In fact, Hopkins was pretty stinging in his commentary. He goes, I didn't expect that when I came here. Didn't expect that of Titans fans. Um, I can read you the DeAndre Hopkins uh, quote specifically, so I don't misquote him uh, about uh, about the Malik Willis situation. What he said of Malik um, is this. Uh, when you have a, uh, I, I love the challenge, a lot of, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, that's that's something different. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking through his transcript right now, which is not great for me to stall, but I, uh, I'm i not finding it necessarily from Hopkins. Either way, Hopkins had a quote. You can go back and watch the live stream of the press conference. I think they put the whole thing up on their YouTube channel. This does not, this transcript does not appear to have it. Either way. Hopkins also spoke uh, about the idea that he did not like uh, did not like what it was that fans were doing. So we asked Derrick Henry after Levis brought it up, and Hopkins did the same thing. We asked Derrick Henry about the situation. This was the exchange. We will 
going forward. So I'm like, what is going on? And I'm looking around, and then so I seen uh, uh, Malik go out and, and, and Will come in, and I realized I'm like, hey, more Malik. I mean, he's a part of the team. Um, you know, he he was drafted here. Um, he's worked as, as hard as he can to make it to this point. And we do anything we can to help, you know, this organization win. He's a great teammate. Um, you know, he works his tail off each and every day um, to be to be ready and to come in and make plays. And that's all he's trying to do. Um, I understand. You know, fans are frustrated. Um, you know, when we lose and it's not going the way we all plan. But you know, we all frustrated. Nobody wants to win. You know, more than we do as players because we're the one out there. And um, you know trying to do the best we can to showcase and go out there and win games and, you know, have the fans in it. And, you know, it's like, you know, we're all a family. So, you know, it just, it doesn't help, you know, being booed, you know, you know, you're just trying to go in there and make a play. And I'm sure, you know, it's since a kid's been a dream to come play in the NFL and for his organization, I just feel like, you know, that ain't needed, you know, for somebody that just coming in and to, to help us win. And, Blake's a great, a great kid, a, a great person, and you know he'll do anything to help this organization win. Derek, the, the feedback that we've been getting though from fans though is that they weren't booing him necessarily, but booing the decision. Is what decision? Because he got four yards on that on that play. That's, that's positive. I think it's so, the decision to take to to take Will out and put him in is is kind of what the other side's saying. Yeah, I mean, I know. I mean, Will wasn't done. I mean, I think Coach put it out there. They both were gonna play. So I think everybody should have been anticipating that, um, you know, either way it goes. And, you know, and I feel like on that play, it was a positive play. Um, the league got what he could on that play. And I feel like, it, it, I, I just don't feel like there was no need of going. Now, we was getting whooped, and they were just going crazy on us. We weren't doing anything. Then I, I understand that. But it was, we were, we were moving forward. Everything, everything was positive. So... They they have Malik Willis's back, and they should. By the way, they're being good teammates, and it's just it's it's a bad it's a here here's who it is a bad reflection on. Okay, it is a horrendous decision by the coaching staff to even screw around with this stuff. Because here's my thing. Okay, we have a track record now of stuff at least that we think in the in the sample size that we've seen of Malik Willis that Malik can and cannot do. These gadget plays with Malik, they tried him a handful of times last year. Every time, not like once, not twice, they only ha had three or four of them total on the season, but every opportunity that they had to try and get something like this off the ground last year, they got botched. They try something today where they let the rookie quarterback in his first NFL start, start the game, start to get a successful drive, or at least what looks like a drive that can be successful going, they bring Malik in, okay, after after this, after this situation, and they have a center snap it to Malik Willis. Will Levis is almost four inches taller than Malik Willis is, okay? There's a pretty big difference that Aaron Brewer is having to account for. And I and I somebody brought that up in the press box, and I did I didn't hear or see specifically who mentioned it, so I can't take credit for that. But like, I'm sitting there as soon as somebody said that behind me. Well, of course that makes all the sense in the world. Brewers like launch point, or not maybe not launch point, but like Brewers target is going to be about four inches shorter 
from Levis to Willis. And that matters when you see the snap go flying over Levis or Willis's head. Now, like it's, can Malik execute the play? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, but don't put him out there. Don't, don't put him in that position. It's just, it's crazy to me. And Vrabel said, you know, after they botched it, they they went away with it, which indicates to me that they were probably going to do that stuff throughout the course of the game if it was working. And I mean, I guess it makes sense, but even still, like what is, what the cost benefit analysis, the risk reward, whatever cliche you want to use on that. To me, it's just such like you stand to gain not that much versus the amount of times that it's straight blown up in your face. I, I, it's not Malik's fault. He's going out there and trying to do what they're asking him to do. That fans booed when Malik went back into the second quarter. I think it's the, the question was fair or foul. I think it's completely fair because yes, you are booing because Malik Willis is going into the game, but they have to understand. And I think they do. I think, I think truly they do. They're just having their guys back. excuse me, that you're booing the decision by the coaching staff to again try this shit when it just, it it went as badly as it could have. It resulted, the only reason it didn't go worse is because the defense stood on its head and kept the Falcons from scoring a touchdown on that first drive where they only got three points. And that ended up being a difference in a game that you only won by five. It's just a really, it's a really, really, really poor coaching decision. Um, so, you know, the booing is not embarrassing. The booing is completely fair. I, hell, if, if like, that's as close to like actively booing a situation as I've been in the press box, but it's just, it's, it is something that, uh, you know, I hate it for Malik. Cause I know, I know the dude works hard. Like the dude works hard. And he's not, he's not like a bad guy, but he's being, he's being villainized, I think, unnecessarily by a coaching staff who keeps trying to trot him out there for shit that, you know, leave it alone. Like, just leave it alone. Stop this. Let the rookie quarterback play this thing out, whether, again, whether it's Levis or Willis. I don't care who you choose. Actually, well, I do now that I've seen the two of them play because we didn't know what Levis was going to look like before today. And I don't think he's going to throw four touchdowns every week. After this, but I think that he's clearly and obviously able to operate, and we can all agree on this now, that he's able to operate at a higher level than Malik Willis is. Okay, that's fine. Whomever they decide to choose, pick a player and roll with it. And don't do this to them. Don't do this to the offense. Because, you know, people are going to bash on Brewer for having the high snap. What's Brewer supposed to do? He just got a, a quarterback change where the height difference <clears throat> excuse me between I'm yelling too much between the two of them matters so anyway uh that's that's my spiel is the booing fair hell yes the booing's fair but they have to understand and you know I think the vast majority of you understand that you're not booing Malik you're booing the decision by the coaches and that unfortunately for Malik just happens to involve him uh BF says Buck can we take a moment to uh where did it go? Buck, can we take a moment here? Pause. We saw greatness today. Four touchdowns from a rookie quarterback. What do you mean? Take a moment. Pause. I've done 33 minutes and 48, 49, 
50, 51 seconds and counting of a show about a rookie quarterback throwing four touchdowns. What do you mean take a moment and pause? What are you talking about? What do you think I've been doing for the last 33 minutes? If I took a pause, then what? That, <laughs> there would be no point. <laughs> the whole point is to talk about it, not to take a pause. And, and you know, the, the, the moment of silence would further acknowledge the greatness that we've just spent 34 minutes and change now talking about. Keep up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, somebody uh, Somebody said... That I'm uh, I'm going too hard after people. Somebody was making a comment about the neck veins. I'm sorry about the neck veins. I can't do anything about the neck veins. I wish that I could. Um, so Boobert's fair. We all understand this. Thursday night football, tough turnaround, quick turnaround. They're gonna have to see if they can get this right because they're undefeated at home, but they for the life of them have not been able to win on the road, and they really, really need to step it up. Um we will move on to this is a free site. It is also Titans related. It is also Will Levis related. It is mayonnaise related. And we'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. 80 says, Buck, have you ever played football? I mean, yeah, in high school, like the vast majority of you. What the hell does that have anything to do with this? Um, I, I love, I love, I love when, and I don't know if that was just a comment asking if I had, if I'd ever played football. Um, for the sake of, of the of the question, or if that was like as a means to question the knowledge or the level of discourse about football around here, as if football is rocket science and anybody can ever can't talk about this shit. Uh, but I think that uh, <laughs> Jared Gibson says we know your vein of discourse. Uh, you hate your human Nick. Oh, your vein. Of course, you hate your human. Yes, it's I am. It's true. I'm very vain. Anyway, doesn't matter. Let's keep it moving. This is a free site. How did you celebrate, as a Titans fan, how did you celebrate uh, the win for Will Levis specifically? How did you celebrate Will Levis's first career win? We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. See, this is why I'm glad I didn't snap at somebody because I, it's it's tough. It's patience. It's good because Luke Corbett saw it coming. He saw the windup. He saw it in my eyes. He saw it in the neck veins. But we paused. We took a moment. We made sure to uh, let let somebody explain themselves. I'm asking because you're passionate, uh, speaking of football, says you have. Well, hand in the dirt, right? <laughs> no, it's because they pay me to. No, all of it. I love football. And also, it's a fun gig. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, let's keep it moving. Um, so, how did you celebrate? Uh, now people are asking what position. Do I, does it really matter? I mean, I have. I have. You, you want to know something funny? Um because as Titans fans, you guys talk shit to the Colts all the time because they've got that AFC finalist or AFC championship game runner-up banner from the year that Luck lost to the Patriots in the AFC championship game, the Deflategate game. The only uh, the only evidence that I have of my high school football playing career in my home is uh, my mom was getting rid of a bunch of – when I bought my house, you know, all, all our parents, I, one would assume uh, your parents did this to you as well. When you have a place to store your own stuff, your parents start to send you all of the stuff that they've been hoarding over the course of uh, over the course of time and uh so my mom has been sending me over the course of four years that i've owned my home boxes of shit that she's just trying to get rid of and so there's a plaque <laughs> that reminds me of the colts runner-up banner because it is a it's an indiana state uh championship game uh, high school 3a state championship game runner-up plaque <laughs> <laughs> that is in this box in my office closet and it is uh it's just so sad like 
that we we went to state when I was when I was in high school. Not that everybody cares about high school football stories. And I played I played defensive end, outside linebacker. I'm I you know for a high schooler, six two, and what was I like? Uh, a little under two hundred pounds in in high school. So let's let's say six two one ninety five or whatever. Right? That's that's a decent size high schooler, right? So I played I played defensive line. Um, but uh, <laughs> we went to state. Both times, or uh, two times while I was in high school uh, on, on our football team. We went sophomore year, and we went my junior year. And the first year that our state championship game, uh, that we were in the state championship game, was the first year that Lucas Oil was open. So Indiana State High School, they play at Lucas Oil, which is sick, right? High schoolers, you get ready in the Colts locker room, you come out of the tunnel, it's awesome. Awesome. Um, <laughs> but we got our asses kicked. Uh, just smoke texas titan knows this story i got roasted now this now this actually ironically enough was not in the state championship game we beat zach martin i did not <laughs> i i did not uh but we beat zach martin's team the the guard for the the all pro guard for the dallas cowboys bishop chatard and uh uh memorial high school Wrights memorial high school that was the semi-state game we beat zach martin's team i did not physically beat zach martin for obvious reasons um, but we went to state to state twice and got absolutely crushed, absolutely crushed. It's just heartbreaking. So, yeah. Anyway, Jacob Ray says Buck is getting old back in my day. It's it's funny just because you know I we, I never know where these conversations are going to go with y'all because you're insane and you crack me up. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that the fact that that's in my a box in my office as we sit here doing the show. It's just a funny reminder. Jackie Halbert says your mom kept your participation trophy to hit you over the head with it when you make your biggest life decisions. That's right. That's right. That's my version of a participation trophy. Anyway, uh, let's keep it moving. How did you celebrate Will Levis's win? I saw a bunch of you heathens on social media celebrating the only way that apparently you know how with mayonnaise. Levis latte. Levis latte is all around. Everyone's copying. Oh, all right, hey, Levis latte on three. One, one two, three. Levis latte. Y'all are disgusting. The Levis. Lattes, disgusting. Shame on all of you. Pick a better way to celebrate. No Levis lattes, no mayonnaise and beverages. Stop this. This cannot be good for you. It cannot go on. And if you if you're taking Levis latte shots or something like that for every touchdown that he throws today, you are probably having a bad time. All all that's gonna happen. Uh, all that's gonna happen is you're gonna give yourself a stomachache on these awful awful Levis lattes. Edward Hayford says, "Y'all pump the brakes." Marcus had a stellar first game, and then what happened? Yeah, but that's. I mean, yes, you're right. Marcus Mariota, Will Levis, and Fran Tarkenton. It's a random collection of players, all who threw four touchdowns in their first NFL start. Um, but, like, you have to remember, one, Marcus Mariota looked like a really promising ascending player prior to him snapping his fibula against the Jags the year that they were going to go to the playoffs and then ended up losing that game. I think that was 
16, if I remember correctly. Um, so Mariota was a different player after his leg snapped. Okay. Then he had the nerve damage in his elbow. So those are two substantial injuries. Now, injuries can happen. Like, injuries can derail players. And Marcus is still in the league, still making money as a backup quarterback. Congratulations to him. It's a great gig if you can get it. But, like, that's fine. But there's important context with Mariota. I'm not saying that Marcus Mariota was going to be Fran Tarkenton, like an NFL Hall of Famer. I'm not saying that at all. But to, like, diminish him, to, to try and, like, pause people on Levis today because of Marcus, I think is diminishing Marcus unfairly because Mark, Marcus's body let him down. But there was plenty of promise when Mariota was healthy. It's just, you know, like like a lot of these guys, football breaks you and can start to uh, cause your powers to uh, to depreciate. The, the, the broken leg and then the ulnar nerve injury, the elbow nerve injury on his throwing elbow, where he, remember he had to wear that little half glove over his Mickey and his, like, th- that matters, I think, considerably to what happened to Marcus Mariota. It didn't work here. And he's, you know, he's not, he's not turned it into anything else in, in another opportunity. He's had other opportunities. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's okay to be excited about Levis and not, like, use Marcus as a thing to, like, hold people off of. Context with with Marcus was important. Anyway, um, that is going to do it for us tonight on the Primetime Show. It was a lot of fun hanging out with you guys. Good to be back at it. Radio show is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I was uh, I don't know what time yet, but Warren Moon is going to be on the radio program at some point this week. He was obviously in town for Oilers weekend. We'll get his evaluation with Levis. Also talked to Lawan today about coming in studio. I'm pretty sure Tuesday is going to be the day for that. Uh, we are also going to have a player on Tuesday, one of the Titans players. I don't know who I'm going to ask for. I probably am going to ask for Will Levis. We'll see if they give him to me or not. It was easy in training camp when he was the third-string quarterback. Now that he's the starter, maybe they'll make it a little harder on me. Either way, have a great rest of your evening. Enjoy what remains of your weekend, and I will talk to you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone. <laughs>